y'all. It's Amelia Rose, and welcome to the Say Me podcast. I hope you're all doing well. I'm recording on a sunny but cloudy, can't-make-up-its-mind sort of morning, and it's pretty, pretty chill. Um, I hope you're all doing well. Like I said before, I know a lot of things have happened recently in the past, uh, I don't know, I mean, since coronavirus, but um, it's a very stressful time. And so, in this episode, appropriately, we're going to be talking about how to get um, through and over stress and getting out of a funk and just getting out of the negative feelings that you're feeling. And really quickly, I want to give a definition of the sort of stress we will be talking about. Um, We're going to talk about um, there's good stress and there's bad stress. We'll be talking about bad stress. Good stress I categorize as stress that is due to life changes or events that are good in themselves, but still bring on a lot of stress, um, like weddings. I know a lot of people are stressed about weddings. Maybe that ties into bad stress right now, um, with the cancellation of different events and stuff. So I know in this moment in time, weddings maybe are good and bad stress, but, um, you know, weddings and just life changes like new jobs, uh, I would categorize that as good ugh, good stress, but um, we're not going to be talking about good stress. We're going to be talking about bad stress, which I categorize as caused by events that are not good, um, that kind of just bring you down, um, whether that's dealing with negativity. I guess it's just dealing with negativity, period. Um, so yeah, we're going to be talking about how to get through bad stress and how to cope and I feel like this episode is especially important right now. I feel like a lot of people could use it. And I'm just trying to shed some positivity on a very stressed out world right now. So I hope you enjoy that. And let's get on with the episode. Okay, so now that we've definitively um, separated good stress from bad stress, and we've kind of defined both of them and figured out what kind of stress we're dealing with in this episode... Um, I'm going to give you some tips on how to deal with bad stress and how to deal with the bad days in your life, um, and just kind of get through them a little bit better than maybe you could have beforehand. So, so our first tip is to accept that there are things you can and can't control. So we're getting deep, we're getting dirty. Our first tip, not all of them are this life changing or whatever, but, um, I hate to hear this personally. I hate to hear that there are things I can't control because I, in my mind, I'm like, it's 2020. Why, why are there still things that I can't control? And that's human nature. I don't think any sort of innovation is going to be able to get rid of the fact that there are things you can't control in your life. And I think it's good for us to recognize that there are things you cannot control. Um, and honestly, on the flip side of that, it should be a relief. Like, wow, I don't have to control this aspect. It's all in your perspective, however you look at it. But I personally hate to hear, especially when I'm going through a very stressful time, I hate to hear that there are things I cannot control because in my experience, when I'm stressed, I want to be able to control my stress. I want to be able to control um, the situation. So yeah, I think um, a lot of people say this in like, if you look online of lists that you can do to reduce stress or whatever. I think this tip is on there a decent amount, at least. Um, yeah, it's except that there are things you can and can't control. But I don't feel that people say why that's a good tip. Um, they'll just say, here's this. And I feel like we've all heard that. We're all like, yeah, so. Um, but really, that's a shame that they don't tell you why this is a good tip. 
because I feel like people are more compelled to act on it if they know the reasoning behind it, if they really understand um, themselves how it works, not just that it works. So by accepting um, what you are in charge of and what you have no power over, I think that, first of all, it kind of reduces the things that you're um, in charge of, which can really help if it's a really stressful situation. I know I hate to be like in control of like absolutely everything within that situation because it's just like ah it's it's overwhelming and so by separating the things you can and can't control it really does help you to be able to just focus on what you are in charge of what you have power over and once you figure out what you can't control you don't think about that again you don't um I know it's hard I know human nature is just to dwell on like everything but if you are able to not think about that, then it it really does, that itself, just not focusing on what you can't control, just really does lessen the stress a ton. But also there are things you can control. So a little happy dance, you do have things that, <laughs> that you um, can control. So n- just recognizing that is not really enough. You need to actually take charge of that. And I think something that's very obvious that you can control is your attitude. I like to think that my attitude is a result of the things that are going on. And like, that's partially true, but you know, sometimes you wish that your attitude is something that you can't control because then you're not responsible for how you act, how you, um, are approaching the situation, but I'm sorry, you are in charge of your attitude. And so just being able to adjust your attitude, that can completely, that can either dissipate a whole situation or lessen it to a great degree. So really, I know the last thing we want to think about when we're stressed is the thing that we're stressed about. However, it's very good to be able to say, hey, like dissect the situation and accept what you can control and change that for the better. So at least you know, I did everything I could to try and make the situation better. So I think that's a big kind of deep, frustrating tip to be able to um, kind of implement, but it's still a good tip that you should try to um, implement in your life. The next tip is hopefully going to be something that's a little more fun. It depends on who you are. I find it more fun than accepting what I can and cannot control, and that is exercise. And I know everyone says, go exercise. And again, you barely know the reason why. You're just like, oh, I guess it's healthy. And that's why people want me to exercise. It feels like exercise is like, if you have a problem, that's going to be one of the solutions that people have to offer always. It's just going to be, go exercise. And sometimes I'm just like, no, I'm not going to go exercise. But there are some very um, specific reasons why exercising is a good thing to do when you're stressed, especially when you're stressed, but all the time, but especially when you're stressed. Number one, it clears your head. Um, I feel like when we're stressed, that's what we want. We want kind of relief of feeling stressed and feeling down, and we want our head to be clear. We want to just be able to focus on something else, and so exercising, whether it's a strenuous form of exercising Um, or if it's something leisurely, like I go on a lot of walks and I don't find that, well, it's summer and it's very hot. So that kind of amps it up a little bit. You get sweaty, you feel, you know, great afterwards, but 
in itself, walking is not a super strenuous form of exercise, but it still clears my head, and it still makes me feel good. I'm moving, and I'm, I'm getting outside most of the time if I'm walking. I'm not just walking on a treadmill, which walking on a treadmill can still, um, still be good, but if you're able to get outside, I would recommend getting outside. Um, but it does clear your head, and it makes you kind of focus on something else, which is great. It also balances your mood, which is another huge thing when you're stressed. You want a balance. You don't want to just be, like, stressed all the time. You want to have a balance of, like, I'm stressed, but now I'm happy. And it's just everything balances out and we're all good. Um, And also, exercise also makes you feel a sense of accomplishment and achievement. uh, Which is, when you're stressed, like, all of this relating back to stress. But when you are stressed, feeling a sense of achievement is, like, so refreshing. It's it's like, okay, I might be stressed, but hey, I did this. I'm still good. I still got it. I can still do this. I can still go through life. And the world is not ending. It's all good. So that's something exercise is very, very um, important. And like I said before, it doesn't need to be some crazy strenuous form of exercise. It can be simple going on a walk. It, it's, it's just something, it's a really good idea. And I know a lot of people don't like to exercise, and I always recommend going on a walk. I'm kind of like going on a walk poster child or something, um, because it's not difficult, and it's also very refreshing. Like, unless you've done it before, unless you've, like, made it a habit, you might not realize exactly how good you feel after going on a walk. (sighs) That being said, if it's summer in the heat and you're going to walk at noon, during one of the hottest parts of the day, that's probably not going to make you feel, you're probably going to feel like, why did I even do this? Pick your times wisely. I always go on morning walks. I like that. I feel that that's good. But all that aside, exercise is a very good way to deal with bad stress. All right, the next few are just going to be some little, um, little tidbits of tips, um, to deal with stress. So, trying to figure out a positive within the situation, that's always good. I, I feel like gratitude is, um, really does make up for a lot of the stress of life. Um, if you can just find one thing, you know, maybe it's raining, but a positive side of the rain is that you get to curl up with a good book or something, you know, find a positive in the situation. Um, and also kind of going hand in hand with that is remembering a happy time in your life just kind of getting out of this present moment and realizing, hey, I've been stressed before, and then I was happy again, and, like, I will be happy again, and it's fine, like, stressful days happen. Um, on the flip side of all of that positivity, crying, (laughs) crying is a positive, um, but crying, just let yourself feel your emotions. I feel like there's the saying, like, feel your feels, um, which is kind of silly, but, you know, feel your emotions, um, just accept, hey, I'm I'm really stressed, and it's a stressful situation, and crying releases, I think they're, I don't know if they're endorphins, or if they're hormones, or um, exactly what they are, but it releases some sort of chemical in your body that gives you kind of relief, and sometimes bottling up can be way more harmful than crying. That being said, crying can, it can be very easy to cry and then kind of mope around, um, no, like, I'm talking about the kind of crying that you need to, um, to do to get out of a situation, to just kind of cry it out and move on, not cry it out and stay in that sadness and all of that, um, but yeah, just 
allowing yourself to cry, allowing yourself to feel whatever you're feeling is very key to kind of getting through it, you know, because I feel like if you keep it bottled up, you keep feeling like there's something that you haven't addressed. And then that just makes it last for so much longer. So yeah, just let yourself feel your emotions. Uh, Also a little kind of fun thing to deal with stress is make yourself like a fun snack. (laughs) I do this when I'm stressed. I just go in the kitchen. I'm like, what's something fun? What's something cute? Delicious, obviously, um, that I can make myself just to kind of like have and be like, okay, you're good. You're great. You're going to get through this. Here's something fun. Eat it. Like, feel good about yourself. Um, yeah, and I don't know if there are any necessary psychological things to this, but it makes me feel better. Um, I really like to be in the kitchen. That's something to keep in mind. If you don't like to be in the kitchen, probably making yourself something fun. You don't like to be in the kitchen anyway, so that's probably not going to work for you. But I really like to be in the kitchen, so going in, making myself a fun snack or a nice drink. Um that really makes me happy. And then last thing about stress is to think about the times you've conquered a similar stress and the times that you've been able to beat it and move on. Uh, That's kind of in the same vein of thinking about happy times in your life, but this is more go to another stress that you've had and think about how you dealt with that. And this can be good. Um, I think it's always good, but it can be better depending on if the way you've dealt with a similar stress if you dealt with a similar stress in a good way, um, but also if you've dealt with a similar stress in a bad way, you can use that experience to resolve, hey, I know I didn't deal with it that great before, so here's a second chance to try and find a better way to deal with it, and that's kind of finding the positive within the situation, kind of what my mom would call the teaching moment. Their life is full of teaching moments, but yeah, just trying to find the times you've conquered the stress, and then that will make you feel like, hey, this thing is beatable, and I can do it, so that's very helpful. All right, moving on to something that is similar to stress, but I feel like it's less active. It's less actively diagnosable, and that's just being in a funk. Um, I hate those. Oh my gosh. Um, so I categorize that as like those days where you can't seem to do anything, or when you actually, you get everything done, but you feel absolutely zero motivation. Um, and I feel like the latter of those, the feeling zero motivation when you're doing things, that stinks. Oh my gosh. I'm just like, I'm doing everything, but I feel no desire to do it whatsoever. Um, I feel like those days are very hard, um, to just get everything done. But yeah, tips on getting out of a funk, um, pretty different from stress, but still, still kind of a negative feeling. Um, something that's less active is giving yourself time. Um, and I would just say don't expect to be able to to just pop up and feel motivated in three seconds once you realize, hey, I'm in a funk. Okay, I diagnosed what I'm in. Let's do stuff, you know? That's not the way it works. Just because you know I'm in a funk doesn't mean that automatically you're going to be able to get out of it. Um, and I feel like that's kind of hard. We all expect if we know our problems, we'll be able to move past them, and that's not necessarily always how it works. Another tip I have is to get outside, especially if it's sunny. I've mentioned this before in relation to stress, but also getting in a funk, it can feel like the whole world is gray, and if you get outside, especially when it's a pretty day, it makes you feel like, oh, the world is not so terrible. It's not so awful, and like, 
it kind of does motivate you, or at least it motivates me. Um, something that I'm not sure I mentioned when dealing with stress, I think I meant to mention it, but apply this to stress too, but also when you're in a funk, just talking to someone, I feel like that's very therapeutic, very helpful, um, just to say, hey, I'm really in a funk, I don't know why, and like, chances are people will say, oh my gosh, when I went through this, like, this, this, and this happened, and you can kind of just relate on, I think everyone gets in a funk at least sometimes, um, so talking to someone is very helpful in dealing with that, just that heavy feeling of just not being able to do anything. Um, something that I do sometimes when I'm just having, like, a really bad day, where I just can't seem to get stuff done, have no motivation, all of that, is having a dance party in my room. I actually have the Spotify playlist. It's songs to dance to alone. Um, I dance to them when I'm happy, but especially, like, when I'm going through something, when I'm just like, ugh, like, today is not a good day. Having a dance party in your room can really get you out of your head. It really... (laughs) I don't know. For me, it energizes me. It makes me feel happy. The music is great. I never put on, like, really sad songs to dance to because that's kind of weird. Even though there are upbeat sad songs, I'm always just, like, putting on songs that are dancey, happy, just just really, really feel-good songs. Especially, like, nostalgic songs that are dancey. I feel like that makes me feel... It makes me look back on my childhood and I'm like, oh, I have a great life, you know? Um, so yeah, and I feel like it's important to remember in a funk is that sometimes you can just only accept things in a passive way and wait it out until they finally just dissipate. And I think that that is hard, obviously, and it's hard to accept that, hey, sometimes there's just nothing you can do. You just have to wait it out. And I think that it's a good reminder that bad days are normal. I think that we have forgotten that. We expect to be happy and bright and motivated all the time, and that is not realistic, nor is that healthy. Bad days are normal. You can't be happy all the time, and it's completely normal to be sad or to be upset sometimes, and I feel like that is something that we would be better off accepting, um, that, okay, bad days are normal, and there are those bad days where you can do something and it fixes it, and sometimes there are those bad days where you can do something and it doesn't fix it and it doesn't make it better and sometimes you just gotta wait it out and sometimes these tips just feel like they're not enough um but I feel like most of the time they do but there are just those bad days that are just they're there and you're not going to be able to change them or you are you will make them better but you won't be able to just completely get over them and I feel like it's really normal I feel like a lot of us feel that we have to be this bright, happy person all the time, which is a good desire to have. You know, it's nice to be able to feel compelled to be positive, um, especially in a world that can sometimes be really negative. But something that we really do have to accept is that bad days, whether stress-related, if you're in a funk, if you're just having a bad day, like, they are very normal. And I feel, especially talking to people, you'll come to realize they are normal. And it's not just something that just happens to you. It happens to everyone. Everyone has bad days. So keeping in mind that they are normal can really, really help. I know it feels that it's something that everyone knows. But if you really acknowledge, hey, they're completely natural, that that really does make a whole world of difference. 
Okay, so I'm going to attempt to end this episode on sort of a lighthearted note. I thought I'd cover a few things that I do when I'm stressed. Some of them are funny and weird and kind of just special to me, and others are more more like bad habits I know aren't good for me and I'm trying to get rid of. But here we go. Um, one thing I do is I tend to either make a resolution to be way more healthy than I currently am and to like get my life together, or I just completely give up trying to be healthy and eat a lot of junk food in the name of treat yourself. <laughs> I think that that's a good example of when stress motivates you versus when stress gets in the way of your goals. And I mean, let's be real. Sometimes you just need to get under your covers with your favorite junk food and a feel good movie and forget about the world. But you kind of need to know when to draw the line. And I tend to do a pretty good job of drawing the line. But sometimes I do get kind of like, ick when I eat junk food, I'm just like, oh, shoot. Well, I let my stress, you know, talk me into getting that. I don't know, Dairy Queen Blizzard, which, ooh, they're so good. If you have not tried the animal cookie one, I just had that the other day, and it's very good. Um, Side note, but yeah. So yeah, I think it's kind of funny. I think a lot of times when we are stressed, we want to change our stress. So we tend to make, like, slightly more drastic decisions. Um, So that resolution of, like, trying to be, like, super healthy is something that um, I think it's good in like my intentions are good but also if I fall off the wagon that can add more stress to my life so I can't really decide if those are bad habits or if they're just kind of like rooted in like yeah I am trying to take control of what I can control which you know I can't control my diet I can't control my I guess my health or my um like exercise levels and whatever um so I am trying to take advantage of that but it is it's kind of funny, you know, you have the typical example of someone when they're stressed, they just like, like, decide I'm gonna be like super healthy, or they're just totally throw in the towel and order like a whole pizza for themselves. Um, so that's, I find that slightly amusing. That's something that I do. Um, something that's not so amusing that I do is I also tend to, um, overthink a lot when I'm stressed. Um, I obsess over stuff that's happened in the past and like my mind goes to worst case scenarios or at least worst case scenarios in my mind, um, of what could happen and like all of that lovely stuff. This I am aware is one of my worst habits, but I feel like I've gotten a lot better over overall. Like I've gotten a better handle on it in the last few years and I know it's really not a good thing and it doesn't change anything and it is really, really bad for your mental state. Um, but in all honesty, that is something that I do. I overthink. And I think that knowing the bad things that you tend to do when you're stressed, if you know those and you're able to identify, hey, I'm overthinking. Let's get back on track. Let's think about the things that are happening now, not the things that have happened in the past or the things that could happen in the future. Let's just stay in the present moment and deal with what we've got right now. Um, That can be very you're kind of like armored against that, like, okay, I'm stressed, so I know that at some point I will probably overthink something, and I need to catch myself, and I need to be able to correct myself and be like, okay, we're steering away from that, we're going on to something else. Um, Something that is kind of funny is that I usually, when I'm stressed, I usually watch a lot of like funny YouTube videos that I wouldn't typically watch, like those compilations of like funny moments, or I really like watching those vines, especially like Thomas Sanders vines, because he's hilarious, but watching vines and watching some just like really dumb like reality TV compilations, like that's kind of a guilty pleasure when I'm stressed, um, 
I just think it's really funny and it's kind of fun to do. I just like to watch videos of people who are really obviously out of touch with reality because it gets me away from like my own problems. Um, like I wouldn't, if I'm stressed about work, I probably wouldn't watch like a work with me vlog or at least I wouldn't watch something where the person vlogging had a similar, similar job to mine because it's too close to what I'm going through in the moment. So if I watch something of like really rich people who don't like know what's going on in the world, um, that gets me out of my head and it's just kind of like, heh, like, I don't know, I find it amusing and I find it fun to just kind of go f from something that's going on in my life currently to something that I completely don't have to worry about. Like, I don't have to worry about getting rich. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. And then there's Vines. Vines are funny. I'm sad that Vine isn't around. Um, I think I kind of missed that when I was younger, when it was around. But it's really fun to watch the Vine compilations on YouTube. So, yeah, it's kind of funny. It's like the, I feel like it's the old version of TikTok. Um, maybe I'm completely just comparing two different things. But I think that that is kind of like Vine is the original TikTok. But anyway, those are really, really fun to watch. I tend to just watch something completely mindless and relatively stupid when I'm stressed, which I feel like is a good habit because it just kind of gets me out of my head and it's not hurting anyone. So yeah. And then the last thing I do when I'm stressed or in a funk or whatever is I get it all out with music. I kind of mentioned this before with a dance party, but sometimes I purposefully pick songs that are really close to what I'm getting through so I can just like sing it out and just be like, oh, that person's a jerk or like something like that. <laughs> Sorry, that made me sound like really crazy, but um, you know, we all do it. Or on the flip side of that, I pick songs that are super distant from my stressors. Like, if I'm stressed about work, sometimes I'll sing, like, a really cute love song just to be like, eh, that goes on in other people's lives. No, I'm kidding. But, um, you know, I either like to hit it, hit the nail on the head and address it head on or go in a completely different direction. It's kind of the same thing as watching the stupid YouTube videos. It gets me, like, away from anything that comes too close to what I'm stressing over. Um, so yeah, it depends on my mood. If I'm just totally overwhelmed, I'll normally just take a break from the entire thing. But if I'm stressed to the degree where I want to address it, I'll pick, uh, songs that are going, that talk about what I'm going through, and I'll just be able to get it out in that way. So, it's kind of nice to be able to sing a song that someone has already put into words what you're feeling, so you don't, sometimes you just don't feel like you want to be able to articulate what you're going through. You just want someone else to say it. And I feel like music is a really, really good way of someone else being able to kind of give perspective on what you're going through. So that's something that I do. All of this um, habits, for better or for worse, are things that I do when I'm stressed. Uh, I find the YouTube thing, like, really, really funny. I don't know. I hope you got a kick out of that. I I do, and I'm me. Um, so yeah. All right, well, we've come to the end of this podcast episode. I hope you have enjoyed. I really like talking about this stuff and talking about what I do when I'm stressed or the way I deal with stress. I really am curious to know what y'all do. So I might do like an Instagram story thing or just feel free to DM me if you feel the initiative to DM me. Um, so follow me on Instagram at Selah Me Podcast. Um, I'll probably do something on my Instagram stories to ask what do y'all do when you're stressed because I really am super curious about what you do when you're going through stress, when you're going through a funk. I want to see like in what ways my habits and what I do and the way I deal with it compares or contrasts to the way that y'all do it. 
So, yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm going to do that. So, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed it. Um, I feel like it's something that's necessary to talk about, but it's also something that I feel like a lot of us can relate on, especially now in the climate that we're living in. Um, But I hope you enjoyed it, and I will see you next time. Thank you so much.